0: Higgins.
1: Welcome to the Jeremiah show. We have a very special guest today. We in fact have two uh, and I'm not going to tell you who they are yet. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to keep you guessing because we are talking about the voice again. We are featuring two artists from the voice that are just killing it. Uh, the, the first up, and I love her voice talking and singing. She's on season 23. Coaches this year, Chance the Rapper, Kelly Clarkson, Niall Horan, Lake Shelton, and host Carson Daly. What is the voice? You may not know. And if you don't, now you know. America's best undiscovered talent goes head to head on teams led by four of today's biggest musical icons who playfully compete against each other. Have a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, uh, and then they get really serious with the music. And they mentor these aspire inspiring and aspiring singers in search of the next superstar voice. There's new episodes dropping every Monday and Tuesday on NBC, h seven Central and streaming the next day on Peacock. And I'm so happy about that. I love Peacock, and that's where i where I catch it. All right. Let me welcome my special guest to the show. Her name is Gina Miles. She's on Team Nile. She's coming to us uh, live today from Sacramento, California. And uh, welcome, Gina. So good to have you.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Now, l- what I tell you, listen to that voice. Isn't that great? <laughs> you're you. you're young, uh, and I don't want to point out your age and, and embarrass you that way. But nothing wrong with being young. But you have a voice of uh someone who has, you know, I think of like Ella Fitzgerald or or I think of just this deep, soulful, powerful voice at such an age.
2: Thank you. Did you get that? <laughs> I
1: think
2: just practice. Just right. a lot of practice. My natural like speaking voice sits really high. Um, so when I sing, I really have to focus and make sure that it's a little bit more you know, from my chest, but, um, it's just like that. I I don't know what
1: happened to me. (laughs) It's just the way you were born and you got a gift there for sure. That's a great, great voice. Um, I've really enjoyed your music and watching you on the voice, um, as you've gone through the various hoops and, uh, obstacles and challenges. And I just wanted to congratulate you for, for all that success. Um, Gina, we came in with the one that got away, which was your voice uh, blind audition. Yeah, how are you feeling right then? When you when you did that,
2: um, I was like the most terrified I've ever been in my life.
1: Really? <laughs>
2: because yes, as much as they like prepare you, you know, for your song and you get all ready, and they do rehearsals and everything like that. There is no way to prepare yourself to see the coaches in real life, so. I walked out on the stage and you just see their names like on the back of the chair. And I was like, they're actually like sitting there right now. (laughs) And I just was really, really nervous. Um, And I'm a normally nervous performer anyway, but I was just a little bit extra nervous that day.
1: (laughs) That's interesting. So when you, do you perform a lot outside of the voice? Have you performed a lot in your lifetime?
2: Yeah, in my short lifetime, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I did um, gigs starting when I was like 14. I would do bars, hotels. My first like ever gig was in a mall food court, which is really random, but um, it was where I had to sing at the time. So I did that, and I've gigged a lot, but never on this sort of scale and never this um, intense of a performance. Because normally when you gig, it's like a couple hours. There's people like in and out all the time. No one's really there to see you. Um, so this is the first time I was ever on a platform where people were like looking at just you and there to be entertained. And it was really just the one performance rather than a full like set list of things. Yeah. So I, I had had experience, but it was never anything on this scale.
1: He said that you look you so you see the names on the back of the chairs um and you're singing to them and you're you're you've never been so scared in your life you said that's i can imagine like did you think so this is what the big time's like like because you will be there i mean you already are there but i this will continue for you but this wasn't that was this so this was your first time on like the lights and the the sound is right. And you've got a crew and a band and everybody backing you up. And you're performing for probably some of your heroes, I would imagine.
2: Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's also, it's, they're very um, sweet. Every single one of the coaches are amazing, lovely people, but um, they are legends. Every single one of them has amazing, successful careers. And so to, to put your foot out into the mix and be like, well, I could sing a little, <laughs> you know, is scary. Because you know, because you're like, especially for me, Kelly Clarkson, I am the biggest fangirl of her ever. And to even have the opportunity to like be in the same room as her, I was already like falling over the floor, like all over it. And um, and then she turned to her chair and I was like, Kelly, what are you doing here? I was like, what I was just so flabbergasted. I know it was, it was really shocking for me, but I was, I was really excited. I I feel like you can't tell in the moment because I just looked horrified, but I was really
1: excited. (laughs) (laughs) No, you pulled it off. I didn't know you, I couldn't tell you were horrified or panicked, which is great, right? It's so funny. Your head's probably, your blood's pulsing and you can't, you're like, you can't hear anything. You can't see anything. You're like ringing, right? Your ears are ringing. You're just probably in shock that you have your Kelly Clarkson, your idol in front of you, someone that you, you admire. Um, What was that? When you're singing, you're probably in a zone or you probably just like blank out. How does that, what happens to you when you were in that moment, when you, when that was that blood and that adrenaline and all that was running through you?
2: It's crazy. I almost every single time, I always get scared that you're gonna hear like my heartbeat in the microphone because it's like so close. <laughs> um, you can hear it. <laughs> yeah. Can you
1: hear it in your ears? Yeah. Ab-
2: Absolutely. It's really like pounding in my ears every single time. But um, it was weirdly like I, I can't remember anything like while, while it's happening, and then I like see it back, and then I remember that I did that. Um, but I I really don't remember anything i just try to rem- like remember like the feeling of the song but like mm-hmm. if i think about the words too much like i'll forget them if i think like i need to open my eyes like they're gonna close or like you know what i mean it's like the worst thing so i really just kind of like let it all be what it is gonna be
1: yeah so you felt you felt the song and that's how you remember the lyrics and it comes it, fl- it flows through you
2: yeah it's just the it's just the vibes it's the feeling and like if i don't feel it how is anybody else gonna feel it at home like how am i going to make the judges like turn around like how are we going to do any of the things so it's it's all about how it feels and I'm, I'm i've gotten some comments that i'm not the most emotive um person when i'm singing uh which i'm trying um, to get better at you
1: know the most what a what, what
2: <laughs> person like on my face okay. like i'm super expressive like when i'm talking um but I, I do try to to give as much as I can, but I, I'm nervous. I was, especially for my blind. Um, I was, I was very, very nervous. And then obviously, um, when you get chair turns, it's like, you would think it's like a relief, but I was just even more nervous when I like was looking them dead in the eye. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> I love that though. That's sweet. Um, oh, what's, uh, what, what drives you to do, I could never do what you did, what you just did, or what you're doing. What drives you? I mean, does it, is it like something you have to do? It's just who you are, but it scares the heck out of you. Like at the same time, you're like, do you ever go, what am I doing up here? <laughs>
2: I, I, 100%. I think the thing that drives me is songwriting and, and creating that kind of space for myself. I'm a pretty shy, not confident person in my normal life. And as the show like has gone on, I, I've been able to grow a bit. But, um, I definitely, when I started for my audition, I was that person who's very I don't want to talk too much, and I don't want to say too many things, talk too loud or anything. Um, so it is a very conflicting job that I have because <laughs> my my career prospect is to be looked at to be seen and to be the loudest one in the room. So, it's a little conflicting with my actual personality, but the thing that's the driving force is absolutely writing and um, telling stories and things like that. That to me is the only thing that I have to offer in the world. I feel like I'm not really good at anything else. I've I've never um, been passionate about anything like the way I am about this, and um, I'm I'm a very uh, all or nothing kind of person. So I think that when I started this journey, that I really wanted to put everything that I have in it and give it all that I have. Um, because I really think that this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, so that's,
1: thank you. Have you always been shy?
2: Yeah. Um, which is, <laughs> it's a silly thing, uh, to, to like self-proclaim that I'm a shy person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes up a lot in conversations and things from the show. So like, I, I understand, but, um, well, and ever since I was younger, I just, um, I have an older sister too. So, uh, she's a, a very big personality, talkative person. And, and I love being like our little wingman. And I, I'm just not, uh, really into being the front person. Um, and look at me now being the front <laughs> person. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: look at uh, you
2: <laughs> I know, but ever since I was a kid, I've, I've just kind of been to myself and like, um, I have closest of friends and I'm so close to my family um but I I'm a very to myself kind of person
1: <laughs> how do you spend your your days are you are you alone a lot you write a lot you
2: I do write a lot I live with my aunt um and two of my cousins we we live together um so' I'm, I'm I have some alone time sometimes uh and I'm definitely writing 24 7. It's like my favorite thing to to write music, even if it's not for myself. I just like to do all the different kind of genres and just like mess around and make fun things. Even if they never see the light of day, I just like to create things for myself. And maybe one day people will hear more things from me. That's like my biggest dream.
1: Is there something that you're writing now or a theme that's important to you these days that you're trying to capture? those emotions and those feelings and thoughts in a song? Is there something right now that, that means a lot to you?
2: Um, so my last EP, um, or should I say my first one? Um, my is last. called Who Are
1: You? Oh, just my last <laughs> EP. <laughs> my last one.
2: Um, my first AP, Who Are You? Um, almost all the songs on there, I, I feel like I can say all the songs on that AP I wrote, not from personal experience, they were all just creative things from movies or friends or books and things like that. I'm a big consumer of media, so like I like all those sorts of things. But I had never really experienced the things that I had written about. I just wanted to write about something. Um, and I hope the next project that I can be, like do and put out and that I'm working on is more things from my personal experience. Because I wrote those songs when I was like. Sixteen ish. I made some earlier, some after, um, and I'm 19 now. So I, I have a little bit more things under my belt and things that I want to say um, with my voice and not the stories of other people, which I'm sure will always be a part of my writing style. But I hope after the show and and the time in between that I can kind of cultivate that kind of story yeah. for myself and and give people a little bit more of a piece of me
1: if you could sum it up in just a couple words or a sentence what is your story who are you <laughs>
2: um i think that i'm just i'm a, I'm a pretty simple person i always say that um i i just like to sing i love my family um i'm a very like uh focused person and I I have my goals and and I know what I want to do but I'm also just a teenage girl you know and I you know have such close friends and I fall in love and I get my heart broken and and all those things that go along with having a career and just being a teenager so I want to put those two together and, and give that give that to the world too because I feel like I feel like I have some fun things to say. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like there's definitely a space that I've created that I I, I want people to like share with me. So.
1: You're super interesting. You have a lot to say. I'm I'm, I'm, in, I'm <laughs> yeah. enjoying this conversation. What is yeah. it like to be a teenage girl these days? I mean, we hear, uh, you read, you know. I'm not a teenage girl, obviously. I don't know, but I read and I hear. But what, from your perspective, is it good? Is it hard? What are the challenges? What, what would you say to other teenage girls of your age that are struggling with the ups and the downs of life at that age? And, and uh, what do you say to them? And, and what's it like for you?
2: I think it's a very um, changing time. And I, I think to me, growing up, I always heard those, those things like, you understand when you're older and, and things will change and you won't know that they've changed until they've passed already. And I feel like I'm in that spot right now where I like am so reminiscent of when I was a kid and and I'm not yet old enough that I'm like an adult. So I'm really in in between. And I think the other teenage girls, I I obviously can't speak for them. But for me, I wouldn't say it's difficult. It's just very um, ever changing. There's always like new things. I'm always learning new things about the world or about myself. And. I think that we all just have to stick together because we're all like in this really formative time. And for me, I don't really have a normal path where I I, I went to college and I got my degree and I have like a nine to five. My job is a little weird (laughs) and not really normal. Um, but I feel like because both my my cousins, they have normal jobs and we talk about it all the time together. And even though we have different jobs, like we experience a lot of this thing, growing, changing, you know, whether it be work or your personal life. And I think the other teenage girls, I would just say, like, we are all in this together. <laughs> and there are so like many that. of us. We we really are. No matter what your like job is where you live, where you come from, who you're going to be, like we're all just kind of in this boat together. So I think that we got to stick together no matter what, because there are some like scary things happening all the time. There are intense parts of your life. And um, there's a community of people out there for you who are going through the same thing.
1: How wise, what wise words all stay together. <laughs> I haven't heard that from anybody yet. And I like that. I like that. Um, that thought. Uh, let's take a real quick break. And I want to get back to this, such a great conversation. Uh, my special guest right now that I'm talking to is Gina miles. You know, her and I love her from NBC's the voice season 23. She's on team and Uh, she is really killing it. Uh, such a beautiful voice and a lot to say both through her music and through her, uh, you know through this interview you know i'm learning a lot and i'm I'm really enjoying the person that she is um let me tell you what we're going to go out to break with let me just make sure i've got it right yeah we're going to go out with gina miles and our next upcoming guest uh kala bantam they sing bon ivor's skinny love we'll be right back
0: I am Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing, at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe.
1: Hi, this is Chris Hillman. If you've enjoyed my music with the birds, the Flying Burrito Brothers, Manassas, Souther Hillman, Furee Band, McGuinn, Clark, and Hillman, Ever Call Ready, Rice, Rice, Hillman, and Peterson, and the Desert Rose Band. That's a lot of music. I hope you'll enjoy my new memoir, Time Between, My Life as a Bird, Burrito Brother, and Beyond. You can find it on my website, chrishillman.com. Enjoy.
5: Hi, I'm Gina Miles. I'm on Team Nile this season on The Voice.
2: Uh, You can find me at Gina Miles Official on Instagram, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
0: Hey, everybody. It's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show. My special guest right now, she's in Sacramento, California. Gina Miles, Team Nile, Season 23, The Voice, NBC Uh Check it out. Our new shows every Monday and Tuesday, 8, 7 central and on Peacock the next day. Hi, Gina. Welcome back.
2: Hey, how are you?
1: I'm good. I didn't want to take a break there. We were in such a good, uh, having such a good conversation, but let's pick it back up. Um, You're 18, you're 19 now. You're, you're 14. Is that when you really started singing? You said you were playing and you, you sang in different videos. Was that really when you started your musical or you were you musical way before then?
2: Um, so my dad's a DJ um, and he has been like my whole life. So that was definitely like a big part of my life. And I did choir and things, but I never took it seriously or started writing till I was like 12 or 13. So I'm a little bit later than most people when they like start singing out of the room. That was not me. I was not, I was a singer. I wasn't.
1: That's okay because everybody has that story, and I like yours is original. So let's go with that one. No, no, no like,
2: people who started singing out of the womb.
1: You guys are awesome. I never believe them when they say that. I never believe them anyway. So
2: I'm I'm sure like, sometimes you see like the the little videos of the toddlers singing, yeah. and, and I believe that they really were. So,
1: yeah.
2: um, but not, not me. I got a little bit of a later start, um, but I. I did choir and things and me and my sister um, are attached at the hip and we always would sing together, but I didn't start writing terrible songs, but I did start writing them until I was like 12 or 13 and then uh, gigs at 14. And then it just kind of had its own way after that.
1: I like the story and the idea, I guess, the thought of your dad being a DJ what did, what kind of music did he play? Was he like an original DJ? He did his own stuff, or did he play like weddings and bar mitzvahs or or did he do all of it? Because you probably have so to. He,
2: yeah. He started when he was 19. Uh, um What's he, his name? His name's uh Ryan Gailey. Um <laughs> but maybe maybe find him around. Yeah, um, I'm gonna but, look up and
1: see if I can find any of his mixes. <laughs>
2: but yeah, he did clubs and everything and that sort of biz and then he had two girls so he had to kind of put it on the back burner for a bit so then he switched to things like weddings mitzvahs, super fun for fun events and stuff like that but he would always take us with him um and we would help set up and then I got a little, oh we were babies when we would go for go to gigs because you can't always get a babysitter you know so <laughs> you gotta just take us with him we just like sit and we were- go to
1: i'm so sorry yeah did you wear i got so many questions about this do you wear (laughs) earplugs and headphones and all that
2: yeah when we were younger we would wear them but um and then when i got a bit older i would start going to gigs with my dad and setting up and learning how to put together the sound systems and um writing playlists and making plays for weddings and stuff i was never one to announce things though that was always my dad because i would announce things and people would be like is somebody talking (laughs) and i was like yeah <laughs> and so my dad would just have to do it but um yeah it's super fun
1: you guys grew you, you grew up or you were born and and raised part of your life in illinois where in illinois I'd town? Say
2: central illinois it's called paxton it's paxton. a really really tiny town um but it's a central illinois area
1: and you would dream about what? What would you dream about when you were in Paxton, Illinois, little little girl not too long ago? Uh,
2: I really liked my life there. You know, I did sports, um, I sang choir, I had the best group of friends and I have the most supportive family. So I really had a pretty simple growing up life and um I just when I started singing and writing, I just really dreamt of being somewhere where there were people like me and and, and not to say that um, there was anything wrong with the small town life, because I, I definitely don't hate on it. But I just I wanted a little bit more um, when I was there, and I think it helped me be who I am now to to have the place that I grew up in and, and the people that I grew up around. I think it really made me who I am now. So
1: yeah, there's something about a small town and having. People that love you around you, uh, something about that that I think is a great foundation for when you go to a bigger city like Sacramento. What was that like for you when you moved to Sacramento first?
2: It was a shock. It was definitely uh, a big, vic- not even just from the city, but just moving this like states, like Illinois to California. Such a culture shock, such a different environment. Um, but I really embraced that. I've been here for about a year. Super super into california now definitely a full california girl um and i i really like it here but it, it was different it was different and i t- it took some getting used to it, but i'm i'm into it now
1: mm. well um you you have your first EP out um we came i just want to tell listeners what we came when we came back in from the break Gina Miles or so the voice uh blind, the voice blind editions we just came in with the one that got away and um, we're going to go out to break here in a moment with uh, somebody that I used to used to know. You did a great, great job on that one. That was the voice yeah. knockouts. All right. So I, I'm kind of asking these these questions here coming up right now, a little bit later, and I'm going to ask Kala uh, the same questions. Who turned their chairs for you, Gina?
2: Um, it was Kelly and Niall.
1: Okay. Who did you choose?
2: At chose Nile for my coach.
1: What? So
2: obviously like he's Niall Horn. He's awesome. And he's he's a legend in the industry. But in the moment, he was so adamant, so clear of his vision for me. And I felt very wanted and, and supported. He has a very like gentle like warmth about him. And I was just like this this man knows how to handle me being really nervous. And, yeah. and he had talked about that. He had experienced similar things when he started out and I felt really seen as a person, as an artist, and it felt like a really, really good decision. It just felt right with me. So I don't regret my decision for one second. Um, I'm really happy that he chose me and I got to choose him as well.
1: That's great. He's an, uh, From what I hear, he's a nice guy. But to tell you a little personal story. So I, I used to own a restaurant in Santa Barbara, and one of the the ladies that worked there, one of the servers, was dating him. They were They grew, oh. they grew up together from back home. And she was dating him uh-huh. on. And this is when they blew up, you know, the whole band blew up. And he came by to pick her up at the restaurant. And it was just mobbed. It was just crazy how many people you know loved him and and everyone uh, nobody knew the server never told anybody. She never told anyone <laughs> but I thought I've always had a good impression of him from that experience. He was just a nice guy, seemed like a nice guy yeah
2: he's a, he's an amazing person as well as a coach. He's just a really swell guy, and I have nothing but nice things to say,
1: other than um him really seeing you, which is wow, I mean that's how often does that happen? You know, when someone really sees you, sees who you are as a person, as an artist, what have, what have you learned so far from the coaching? Is, can you say, you know, like something you'll take with you forever?
2: He, he's really, like, especially for me, he's, he's super gentle and, and not very pushy, but he, he's really instilled in me that confidence and, and being confident is not a bad thing. It, it supports your singing it supports your artistry and a lot of the things that he said to me over the time that i've got to work with him is nothing but support and trusting in yourself helps other people trust in you you know
0: mm-hmm. that's
2: such a big philosophy and, and things i've taken away from him and he's he's super helpful to to me because I, I have no, <laughs> especially when I started the show, I really had no confidence that I, I would make it as far as I've made it. So he's, he's definitely helped me a lot with confidence and, and not being so shy. But even though I'm working on it still. but
1: Well, it doesn't, doesn't come off that way. But, you know, just <laughs> be who you are, because I think that's what uh, is drawing uh, your audience and your new fans and your, you know, to you. you just be who you are. I think that's he's given you great advice. Um, you sang. You know, there was a line. I just want to know. I want you to know who I am. Finish that sentence for me. I just. Oh, What's sorry. It's... That was that was college Kyle, song. It. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to introduce her! I I stole her line and I gave it to you, but. <laughs> <laughs> So, we might as well welcome her since she's here. (laughs) Hi, Kala. Welcome.
4: Hello. Thank you for having me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I just took your line. You know why I did that? Because, uh, (laughs) yeah, you guys are teammates. Because we switched for the listener, Kala got a little tied up on the road, uh, hit some traffic. So, I swapped around and then I messed up my uh, question there. That's the question for you. Let's save it for you. Uh, I think <laughs> Gina. <laughs> sorry about that, Gina. Um, did a great job. I think uh, telling us who she was just a little bit, and I and I think we're uh, I just love getting to know you. And now I get to get you know you. So Gina, you're going to hang call it. You're going to hang out a little bit with us, right? You're going to hang out through this. Yes, yes absolutely. Am I good? Good. Good. More yeah. than Meredith uh how, what's it like to see each other okay. so good <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: we like, i my best friend yeah
1: so. the two of you best friends
4: oh we're yeah. very close yeah
1: I, well the, how lucky to get both of you on the same show i don't know if i knew that so that's that's very cool
4: oh, All right. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well let me do this let's take a break and we'll come back and introduce you properly Colin. Right. um gina hang out and at the very end here, maybe I can get some questions out of both of you get you here. Okay. So we're going to go to break right now. Let's make sure I got the song right, because I'm not doing so well here. Um, <laughs> we're going to go to break with, the, well, I don't know. You, you'll find out when you listen. <laughs> I'm all mixed up. But I can tell you what we're going to come in with. Gina Miles, who we just spoke with. Her uh, original, incredibly, incredibly impatient. Um, that doesn't describe you to me, Gina. From what I know, but incredibly impatient. I love the song. The music video is terrific. Go check it out on YouTube. We're gonna come back with that in just a moment. And don't worry, Kala uh, I've got your "Love Me Tender" by Elvis Presley. I play, I end the show with that one. <laughs> very, very, very beautiful. All right, we'll be right back.
3: Last year, for oh, a little soap, we were never here. My my, 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 staring at the sink of oh, blood and crushed beneath. to
0: Somerset England, the Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, the Jeremiah Show airs at 10 PM, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Core Radio dot rocks.
1: This is Moss Jacobs, and you're listening to the Jeremiah Higgins Show. Please stay tuned. And when you need to go see some music when it's just burning a hole in your soul, Santa Barbara Bowl is the place to be. SB Goldenvoice.com. Thank you.
0: The Jeremiah Show.
1: To the jeremiah show guess who just dropped in it's call of Bantam from the voice unbeknownst to me we booked two best friends today both of, yeah and they have the, both of them man i want to see you two singing together together more often i'd love this i'll buy that album for sure uh <laughs> did you know each other before the voice By chance. No. We did not.
4: (laughs) We did not. We actually met each other um, after blind auditions even happened. So we didn't even really talk to each other much before um, the auditions at all. But we instantly clicked. And then, you know, us landing on the same team definitely helped propel things and then being battle partners and rehearsing together 24 seven. We got super close. I flew out to California so we could watch our battle episode together and everything. So, yeah, we are besties now.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, that's so cool. Gina. So she's, she's all right. Then you're saying.
4: She's so.
1: Your friend.
2: Amazing. Perfect. Beautiful. talented, clever.
1: <laughs> I want to tell everyone, if you just joined us in your car or wherever, don't go to work, hang out and listen to the rest of the interview. We're talking to two of the voice artists that are just so, uh, so incredible and, and just making their way through the voice and blowing away the competition. It's uh, on the show gina Miles, and kala uh banham uh it's that's a kind of a cool name Ka- kala, Ka- kala. i've never ever heard that where does that come from
4: so my full name is actually Mikala, m-i-k-a-l-a um and it is a hawaiian name i believe my parents love yeah. like culture and the names and everything. I'm not Hawaiian at all, but um, they loved the names and the language. So, um, yeah, that's where my name comes from. But I I chopped off the first syllable because Kala was kind of just uh, a family and friends nickname growing up. And it's something that I really identify with. So I figured if I'm going to introduce myself to the country, might as well (laughs) go with the name that I identify with most closely. So, yeah.
1: It's beautiful. And uh, now it makes sense. Yeah, it is. Hometown? Am I saying this right? Kissimmee.
4: Kissimmee. Kissimmee. Close. <laughs>
1: oh, how did you say it?
4: Kissimmee. Yep. Kissimmee.
1: Okay, it's not so much. Kiss, it's okay, Florida. It's in Florida. Never heard of it. I wonder if I've ever driven through. I've driven through Florida, and then uh, Windermere, Florida, is where you, is that where you're at right now?
4: Yes, that's where I am right now. They're they're not too far from each other, but more often than not, I'll just say I'm from Orlando and. Usually, yeah. unless you're from Orlando, you don't know Windermere or Kissimmee, but Disney is kind of like all around um, Kissimmee. So, if you're familiar with Disney, it's most likely in Kissimmee.
1: Now, um, Gina, I'll, same question for you, Carla. What happens, what if one of you win the voice? How would you react? How would What would that look like, best being best friends? Oh
4: my gosh. I mean, I I would be excited either way.
1: <laughs> Has there ever been a tie? I wonder because I think you could both make it. That'd be nice to see both of you up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doesn't it say though already that you're on the voice that you are the voice? I mean, individually for all the great artists that are on there, doesn't that already say a lot?
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's incredibly validating you know because you go your entire life having friends and family telling you that that you're good at singing or that you should go for it but to have actually have not only the, the producers but coaches tell you that you have something that's worth exploring it's it's very very exciting
1: oh it's gotta be are you enjoying the moment are you you know so often i think especially. When you're trying to make it and you're driving and you're grinding and you're writing and you're trying to get in front of the right people in the music business and get seen and get heard. And then you're on the voice and you've got these great coaches and all these mi- millions of viewers around the country and around the world. Are you, do you ever, do you stop and go, all right, you're, do you appreciate it where you're at or is it just as.
4: I mean, you try to, you know, like you, Ever since day one, even through our first stage rehearsal, um, people were telling us like, take it all in, don't let it just fly by you. And it's, it's something that you have to consciously remind yourself of every single day, you know, um, because it it can easily all feel like a dream (laughs) and like none of it is actually happening. So, um, yeah, it's something that we have to remind ourselves of on the daily to just take it all in and appreciate every moment.
1: What do you do to, um you know, take a moment and appreciate yourself for what you have accomplished.
4: I think just stop and breathe. You know, we have so many different things going on, like, obviously related to the show directly, but in our personal lives and, and things that we have to consider moving on afterwards, you know, like, where do we go from here? There's, there's so many things that you're constantly thinking about that I think viewers maybe don't know just as you know people watching the show as artists on the show you're you're constantly thinking about what your next move is and how you can best capitalize on the opportunity. So I think the most important thing is to really just stop and breathe and and make a conscious decision to um remind yourself how grateful you are and how unbelievably cool the opportunity is.
1: Mm -hmm. How do how do you as a artist from season 23 of the voice on mbc how how do you take that once it's all over with you know whether or not you are crowned the voice um winner or or if you just when it's all over and you you go back to what you were doing before which is making music and uh, and creating and writing and and all those things how do you how do you use and spin this opportunity off i mean what's your plan what do you hope will happen after the voice
4: well i think it it looks very different depending on what you were doing beforehand you know there are some people who who have been pursuing music full time their entire lives or at least up until the show whereas For a person like me, that wasn't my reality. You know, I was I was working at a public relations agency and that is, you know, what I studied in college and what I was most likely going to continue doing if it hadn't been for this opportunity. And and so now this has sort of been like a a once in a lifetime opportunity, not only for the show, but having this platform means that now I have the chance to possibly actually give it a go, you know. So for me that means thinking about original music and all the things that go with releasing original music and um, marketing that and performing at live venues for the first time, which is something that I've never done before. So it really depends on the kind of person you are and at what stage of your music career you were at beforehand. But for me, it feels like I'm just kind of getting started.
5: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Keep that attitude. Keep that um, perspective. If I I could request. And I'd also like to... You know, just say to you and um, Gina, don't give up because I've been interviewing artists from The Voice in season 16 and I follow all of them and I'm watching uh, Mendeleev was on one of the first and Mendeleev is opening for Ben Harper this summer. Um, uh, You know, Ava Lintheris and uh, the girl named Tom, all of those people have been on the show and they all have different The voices has given them opportunities in different ways and it's really what you make of it. And it's also going to come to you, everybody differently, right? It's never the same path for anyone. It's not going to be the same path for Gina or for you, but don't give up because I'm see, I see this is who you both are. You're really, really, your music is beautiful. Your voices, um, your writing. I would just, plead with you don't ever give up this is you're meant to do this and um you know there's and you'll get there so uh, whatever way you're already there and that's what uh, i also talked to a lot of musicians and there's a lot of them that have been around forever well-known musicians say to me uh you keep thinking about what's next what's next i need to get bigger 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 but you're already there you're doing what you love you're singing and you're you have an audience and you're you're doing what gets you up out of, out of the bed in the morning, like Gina, you know, wants to write and create. It's what her it's her passion. I'm sure that's the same for you. So anyway, that's my little, my little advice if, for what it's worth that you didn't ask for. We're going to take a really quick break. We're talking with um, two voice artists, Kala Banham and Gina's. Gina uh, Miles, so or Miles, yeah. So we're going to uh, come right back. NBC's The Voice, season 23. NBC, Mondays and Tuesdays, 8, 7 central. The coaches this year, Chance the Rapper, Kelly Clarkson, Niall Horn, Blake Shelton, and hosted by Carson Daly. Uh, yeah, come right back. Let me see what song here. I want to set it up because this is all this song. So we definitely want to... Uh, tell You, what we're listening to here. Um, let me see. Uh, 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 where is it? Jalla? Just got to get it right. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know what I'm going to say. Oh, by the way, we came in with uh, Colla and Joni Mitchell's Both Sides Now. Wow, that is a good, good <laughs> cover. That is uh, might be my favorite, even don't tell Joni Mitchell, even over hers. <laughs> I <laughs> like it a lot. Um, Thank you Yeah, this is Gina Miles um, I don't know what it is so my, my soundtrack's all messed up But you're going to hear it right now So um, just enjoy it We'll be right back
5: Now with Iris, here's Kala Bannam.
0: Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com.
2: Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show, and I'd like you all to check out my latest record. It's called Hermitage, and um, you
0: can find it wherever you find all the other albums you like, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it, too. All right. Take care. Good day, my friends. I'm Billy Mandarino, the Nowist. Do you find yourself trapped in the stress of time? Are you always running to the next appointment or trying to complete a list of tasks? I've learned that the most powerful energy that resides in you exists in the present moment. My mission is to help those trapped in the illusion of time and teach them how to get out. Living in present moment awareness is a practice that will transform your life, attracting abundance emotionally, socially, spiritually, financially, physically, and supporting the planet with your powerful presence. If you want to learn more, go to BillyMandarino.com.
4: Hi, everyone. This is Kala I am an artist currently on Team Chance on season 23 of NBC's The Voice. And you can follow me on all social media platforms at Kala Everywhere. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
0: Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen.
3: Rows and flows of angel hair, and ice cream castles in the air, and fair canyons everywhere. I've looked at clouds that way But now they only block the sun They rain and they snow on everyone So many things I would've done But clouds got in my way I've looked at clouds from both sides now
4: 24 years old and i am from.
1: welcome back to the jeremiah show column bantam is here team well do we say what team you're on now call <laughs> sure i don't know if we can i don't know i don't know where we're at on that either <laughs> you're a first yeah. generation american i i i have heard third <laughs> generation seventh generation 10th generation i don't think i've ever heard first generation american tell me about that
4: Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, no,
1: no, I don't think I do. I never hear that.
4: Yeah. So I I, I'm the first I'm a part of the first generation of my family to be born here in the United States. Um, So my dad is from Australia and my mom is from the Philippines. They both moved over at different points in their life and met in college and then started their life in Florida. And that's where I was born and raised. So, yeah, very proud of that.
1: (laughs) Did they meet here in, in the United States? in college
4: mm-hmm. yeah they met uh in texas actually and then and then moved over because my mom's uh her immediate family had moved to florida actually so i have a lot of immediate family close by uh
1: what australia mm-hmm. dad right so he's yeah. is he like the typical australian guy like that you see <laughs> in the movies that's just big and he wrestles crocodiles and he drinks uh he's beer and <laughs> gets invited some- so
4: much it or more he's he's uh he's i feel like assimilated culturally quite a bit over his two decades or so in the united states but he he, I think you would like to think that he has a little bit more of his accent than he does, but um, all of his family is pretty much still over um, in Australia. So I do get to go visit them quite a bit, but um, no, he's he's pretty American one? at this point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what, does he, does he have a big knife strap to his leg anywhere?
4: <laughs> mm, knife, no? Not as of late. No.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so stereotypical, isn't that? <laughs> uh, Rocky. Please apologize to your dad for me. Uh <laughs> so big country wild um that's in the spirit though of the australians i think i think that's there's that spirit of uh almost like america a little bit where you've got that pioneer spirit with that um you know you, two countries that made it and i yeah. think that's running through everyone's blood and the uh your mom from the philippines we're in the philippines
4: um, so she grew up in the Manila area. So like kind of right at the the very center where um, all the activity happens. But um, she moved over with a lot of her family members when she was, I think, 14. Um, and then they moved to Chicago. Like a lot of my family moved over to the Chicago area. But um, her and her immediate family, like her parents and her siblings, couldn't stand the cold. So they <laughs> moved on their own down to Florida. So I have like hundreds of relatives up in Chicago. But there's just a couple of us down here.
1: Yeah, of the Philippines to Chicago, winters. Oh, no, thanks. yeah. <laughs> um, what are the two the two differences? So Philippines, what's the you know, there's I think those are r- really two different um, upbringings, probably for your mom and dad. What? How did how does that affect you having the parents from two really great places, um, but with probably different culture, cu- cultural upbringings? yeah uh, what if, yeah, that feels right kind of like it's probably special. You probably had the, an interesting and really good upbringing, it sounds like with a big family around and singing
4: yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, they they both really tried to you know, share with me as much of their culture as they possibly could. And you know, that was probably a bigger challenge for my dad, considering. Um, most of his family was still in Australia, but I did go visit quite a lot growing up. I think I went and visited Australia um pretty frequently. Actually, I studied abroad there as well. Um, I'm going back in like a month for one of my cousins' weddings. So I go pretty often. Whereas with my mom, um, you know, a lot of her family came over here. So it's it's been pretty easy to identify culturally with outside of my family. Um, but I think more than anything else, um, my mom's uh, I would say the more creative musical side of of her family, which is, you know, very big culturally for the Philippines, has um, something that's really influenced me a lot growing up. And that's um, something that my dad has contributed to as well, because, you know, he played guitar and piano and drums um, when I was growing up. So I, I really kind of learned from both him and my mom. So I think that um, their abilities as musicians was one of their biggest influences on me growing up.
1: Mm. So do you ever, th- have you thanked them officially yet?
4: Oh, yes, I definitely have. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, that's that's so cool. Uh, I wanted to, so I, I asked Gina this question and I wanted to ask you as well. I know, but I just, for the listeners that are joining or that are listening right now and getting to know you, tell us who turned their chairs
4: for you. So I had an order. I had Niall. Kelly and Chance turn their chairs for me.
1: I uh, asked yeah, what Gina felt. about. I, I actually, I don't even know. Gina, jump in here. I want to know what both of you felt when actually the chairs turned. I mean, because mm. I would, you're both, were you scared when you went up?
4: <laughs> me? Yeah. Oh, 1000%. I was
1: terrified. <laughs> 100%. 1000%. 100%, so <laughs> with these chairs, because you're probably going, if it was me, I'd be like, they're not going to turn. What if they don't turn? Are they going to turn? Uh you know, I'd be like going back and forth. I wouldn't even re- re- I wouldn't even remember to sing. I'd be so nervous if because it what if they don't turn? That must be just a terrible feeling. So you tell me first, Kala. What, what did that feel like when three?
4: Well, I will say luckily they don't play the sound that you hear in TV when the chairs turn. So thank God for that because that I would definitely be very <laughs> <laughs> um, but I actually to know stay. that and I <laughs> Gina and I have had very different experiences when it comes to this because, for me personally, I was terrified up until the moment that someone turned their chair for me. I was, I, I was trying to hype myself up as much as possible walking up there but the second i opened my mouth i wasn't doing any of the things that i was supposed to be doing all of my staging all of the melodic decisions that i had planned were just immediately out the door and i was telling myself in my head like this is going so poorly no one is going to turn for you Mm -hmm. and so the second that i did see someone turn around for me i was just immediately relieved and felt like i could just rely on muscle memory and all the things that I had prepared for so long. And, um, at that point it was when I finally was able to like really get into my groove. I think.
1: Isn't it terrible what our minds do to us? Mm-hmm. Like, why yeah. don't our minds go, you're the best, you're the greatest, you're going to sing. So instead we're like, I'm not going to do very well. I'm going to trip. I'm going to forget something. Isn't yeah. it terrible? Well, I'm glad you, but that, I guess that's part of the, the pleasure of the, uh, of the wind basically is that you overcome your fears and you do it. Totally. Gina, what, what did you think when the chair turned? I forgot to ask you that question.
2: I was so scared. I was like scared. and turned around and I was really scared. So it, for, for Kala, it like helped her like feel grounded and like thrive. And then for me, I just like didn't remember anything ever. <laughs>
1: are you more scared yeah
2: yeah so just like look looking at them really threw me for a a loop
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're like don't look don't look um you're scaring me (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah are you more scared when the before the chair turns or when it actually turns around which would be i think i'd I'd be both i'd be scared on both sides of that one (laughs)
4: um uh, for me definitely is more scared before but I think for Gina the other way. So we're we're opposites in that sense. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, all right. So now let me just pr- I'm just praying right now I get the questions connected to the right person <laughs> because I didn't put <laughs> enough notes. Um Okay, you did uh call uh, you did the um Goo Goo Dolls Iris, yes.
4: Yes, that's correct.
1: All right. So at the end of that, did I see tears in your eyes?
4: I don't know. You might have, who knows? It's kind of a blur.
1: <laughs> yeah. I um, thought, well, it made me emotional like that. That's one of my favorite songs. I love that song.
4: Yeah. It's a, it's an incredible song. I've loved that my entire life. Um, I, I definitely had felt very emotional singing it. Uh, I mean, You all watched the episode and saw Kate Martin go, and she's an absolutely incredible vocalist. And so, as soon as I heard that she was my partner, I was pretty much, I was very sure in my brain that I was not going to move on. (laughs) And so, I feel very lucky that I still am am in the competition right now. Um, But so, I kind of was like, this is going to be my last moment on on this stage, and I have to give everything that I can. So, yeah, I definitely tapped into every aspect of me lyrically emotionally vocally so yeah you, you might have seen me crying who knows
1: <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of a tear i thought i saw it and i thought wow that's 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 emotion in the song uh, <laughs> yeah, you go back and watch the video i think you i think it's there <laughs> might have just a sparkle in your eye though um <laughs> so let me okay now i know i've got the right person to ask this question too <laughs> uh, Call it. So what is that line, the snot in the song, I just wanted you to know who I am. Who do yeah. you who, what do you want people to know about you? I mean, there's probably a private life and there's a your there's now your public life, but your fans, you know, you're connecting with new fans all the time now. Um, and they're discovering you and your music. And what do you want them to know about you, who you are?
4: I think I want people to just know that no matter what Area of my life, I'm referring to. Um, I I want to give everything, all that I have to give. You know, whether it's rehearsing a song or writing a song, or even things that aren't related to music at all. Um, I take so many aspects of life very seriously, and that's not to say that I don't find joy in them. I do. Like, I love every single second of being on The Voice. But I think that um, I want people to realize that I, I really do analyze and dive into every single choice that I make, um, as an artist and, and just as a person, like I, I, I take things really seriously while, while not trying to remove the emotion and heart that's put behind them. So I think people, I think I just want people to know that, like, regardless of that, I'm, I'm also just a real person that likes to connect with people. So I think that's what I want people to know. (laughs)
1: That's, That's great. I like that. Okay, so uh, I want to open it up to both of you before we say goodbye. Um, Gino, what have you always wanted... To, what's a burning question you wanted to ask Kala? Maybe it's a fan and a friend.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. I feel like we talked about everything, but...
1: Oh. I, I wasn't there, though. <laughs>
2: um, this, is,
1: <laughs>
2: this is not, not music-related. Um, but have you... Ever like thought about dyeing your hair like different colors? Just out of
4: curiosity. Yes. That's so funny that you asked that, that you asked that because I told my hair girl, I was like, I think I want to do a color next time. Like a fun pop of color. I had hot pink hair at one time, like entire head of hot pink hair. I've seen the photos. There's yeah <laughs> so yes, the answer is yes, I have. <laughs> okay, so uh,
1: that's yeah. Yeah. Gina, I i am going to quit my job. I mean, you—you you're, have better <laughs> questions than I have too. <laughs> uh, that was a good question. How about you, Colin? What do you want to know about Gina?
4: I want to know what was your okay. So when we had to film that one thing that we did together, when I like our very first time meeting, what was your first impression of me? Be honest. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Be honest. Uh, no you. Lying.
2: The first time I met you, I so deeply wanted to just like be you. Like the second that I met you, I was like, I want to be here so bad. I think <laughs> you're, I'm serious. No, just because there's you like a peaceful, like warmness about you. And it's like, I, that's all I like, would want to be is like, just like a super warm, like beautiful, amazing woman. And so I really like met you and I was like, man, I really wish I was called up. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
4: You're the best. I love you.
1: I love you too. I like that. I think we should leave on that note. I think that was a good ending to the show. Um, I just want to thank both of you for coming on today. I had a lot of fun hanging out with you and getting to know you a little bit. Um, You can find and follow, not in real life, on Instagram, (laughs) Gina Halls at Gina. I mean, Gina, sorry, Miles, official. What is Gina Halls? Did Did I just copy that off here? No. Gina Miles. I don't know where I got that. I copied that off Instagram. Um, God, I'm messing up today a little bit, but it's all right. Follow Kala on Twitter at Kala Banham B-A-N-H-A-M. Kala spelled K-A-L-A on Instagram and TikTok at Kala Bannam. Um So so fun. Thank you so much. Let me tell you, I I know what we're leaving with here, and music. We're gonna we're gonna take you out. Love Me Tender by Elvis Presley. Call it sings. Just a beautiful rendition as well on this cover. Thank you so much. Uh, keep in thank touch with us. Bring your music to the Jeremiah Show. We will drop it anytime you've got anything new. And uh, good luck to both of you.
2: Thank you. Thank,
1: thank you. you so this was so nice. Yeah. Do you <laughs> want to thank anybody either Bye. of you? Better thank some people.
4: Mm. thanks nope. Nile. i'm <laughs> no, just kidding um yeah. thanks to my mom and my dad you know i think i already thanked them but thanks for um encouraging me and supporting me and for helping me learn music along the way
2: mm-hmm.
1: nice gina
2: uh, i just want to say thank you to my family my aunt my stepmom my dad my sister my cousins um and thank you to Niall for um, picking me. It's cool. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you.
1: <laughs> Check out how Gina and Calla do NBC's The Voice, season 23 on NBC Mondays and Tuesdays, at 8 p.m., 8, 7 central. Check it out, Peacock, on the next stream in the next day. Communicate, but listen more and evolve. Everybody have a great week. And here once again is Call of Anim, uh, Love Be Tender by Elvis Presley. Enjoy.
3: complete and I love
0: or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve.
5: My name's Danny Dreher. Jeremiah, you're loved, Holmes. I
3: love you. I love you.
5: It's NFL Draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.